This is a Real Presence Radio News Link. Your, as your family prepares to celebrate Holy Week from home, the Bismarck Diocese has posted a guide on its website to help. Included are ideas you can use each day, daily scripture readings, and highlights from the liturgy. Find it online at BismarckDiocese.com. If you're looking for another way to spiritually engage in Holy Week, the University of Mary's Monsignor Shea is offering a virtual daily retreat called From Shadows into the Light, Gaining the Eyes of Faith. Through Holy Saturday, Monsignor will give a brief and insightful reflection on the chrism of faith in these dark times. Visit umary.edu slash faith for more details. And be sure to watch for our special Holy Week programming. Throughout the Triduum, we'll be bringing you Masses from Rome with Pope Francis, retreats, Stations of the Cross, special meditations with Bishop Barron and Father Benedict Rochelle, and many more. A special note for parents would be the Holy Heroes Stations of the Cross for kids on Friday at 1 p.m. Central. Stay tuned for more details. This has been an RPR News Link. In today's crowded higher education field, there's one university whose quality and personal care stands out from the crowd, the University of Mary. The University of Mary offers truly affordable, flexible adult education because your success is our priority. Here, you matter, and we're with you every step of the way to make sure you succeed. Choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. As we continue to face new challenges each day, we at Real Presence Radio want you to know we're here for you. We're excited to announce that Monday through Friday from 9 to 9.30 a.m. Central during Real Presence Live, we'll bring you a daily Mass celebrated by one of our local clergy members. Listen to it on air or watch it on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. We know the Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith, which is why we want to bring Jesus to you spiritually Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. during Real Presence Live. Be sure to tune in. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning. Welcome to, back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Richard Kunst. I'm uh, joined here by Kevin Pilon and our and our new guest, or host, our, no, our 
our our, our new host, uh, Cindy Jennings. Hello. And so, um, uh, and we are, have Bishop John Lavore coming here shortly. But I've got to answer another question. But before I answer another question that's on our computer screen here, just to, if you're not if you uh, um, can't get us live, you can always download the Real Presence Live app in our app store, and you can listen at any single time, and you can watch on Facebook and everything like that as well. Anyhow, so we got one more quick question. Actually, this is the question we just answered right before the break here from Callie, and she's oh. she she had texted us and even also had posted on Facebook. So we already answered that. We did already answer the question, but it was not an adequate answer because we were running were ta- short on time. You were talking about formed. We're talking about formed. Why don't you say something really quick about formed again? Well, I'll just say it's a great resource for videos and um, things for both young kids, uh, older kids, and parents. But also, I would just say, uh, Callie, that. You know, make it short in short bites. You know, focus on five or ten minutes every day. Something about faith. Um, I know in our family we've done a decade of the rosary as as part of you know just a daily routine for our kids for a family prayer. And now they're walking around the house praying our fathers on rosary beads on their own. When our kids were just doing it at uh, breakfast this morning. So just don't try to bite off more than uh, you can chew. Just make it simple. Ten minutes a day of something that. Uh, interests you. All right. Thank you, Kelly. Now, we do have on the air one of our shepherds, Bishop John Lavore from New Ulm. Welcome uh, to Real Presence Live, Bishop. Yeah, thanks so much, Brother Collins. It's good to be with you. What a what a strange uh, times we're living in, especially during this Holy Week. Yeah, these are extraordinary times. We've never experienced anything like it, that's for sure. What's, um, what's Holy Week going to look like for you? Well, uh, what I'm trying to do is, uh, first of all, look after the spiritual welfare of uh, the parishioners in the diocese, uh, trying to uh, celebrate the liturgies, and we're videoing those liturgies uh, during Holy Week now, putting them on our website, uh, and using our website as a, a real resource for people. There are so many um, resources that... Uh, are, are available that, that organizations have made available and uh, we put those on our website and and hopefully uh, people can look at at those and choose things that will be good uh, for their own spiritual development uh, and then also of course the second thing is to keep people safe and uh, make sure that uh, we're following the uh, the government orders and uh, that we don't contribute to the spread of the virus. So those are the two things that uh, that really con- have consumed my time for the last two weeks. Bishop, how does the um, uh, how are you guys doing in New Ulm, the, uh, the Chrism Mass this year? The Chrism Mass, uh, the Vatican issued guidelines for celebrating that, and uh, I did the Chrism Mass last Thursday and videoed it for our priests. So um, the ceremony is uh, the Vatican had shortened it, and uh, but we did that because I figured we should bless the oils, and uh, then those will be uh, distributed as soon as we're able. Thanks for being with us, Your Excellency. This is Kevin here. I had a, I had a quick question for you, just more in general, not specific to this year, but this triduum coming up on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Do you have any personal reflection on what this time of year has meant to you or means to you as you come up on it year after year? Well, as you know, this is the the holiest time of the year. There is no uh, no more sacred time than uh, the Easter Triduum. Uh, it 
because of it is the celebration of our the events of our salvation, the passion, the suffering, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord. So it's always um, a time that you know we're, we spent forty days in Lent getting getting ready for, uh, and uh, uh, gradually builds, and then uh, we have the glorious celebrations of the the Triduum, and we're taken really through those key moments um, through the liturgy and through the liturgy, we're there. We're present. That's what the liturgy does for us. It makes present uh, uh, the Lord's Supper. It makes present Calvary on Good Friday. Uh, it makes present the uh, resurrection, burial and resurrection of our Lord and the Easter Vigil and, and on Easter Sunday. So uh, these are, you know, these are the, the key events of our salvation and uh, form the kerygma of the early church, uh, the preaching of Jesus' death, resur- death, burial, and resurrection. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kuntz along with Kevin Pilon coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth. We are talking to Bishop John Lavore about Holy Week in this new era of, uh, of COVID-19. Bishop Lavore, we uh, have a new co-host that's going to be starting with us, Cindy Jennings, and Cindy's got a question for you. Sure, go ahead, Cindy. Uh, yes, uh, this year, Holy Week will look different, as there will be no public celebration in liturgy of the liturgies. But should that should that keep us from celebrating just um, as we usually do and making this a holy time? Uh, we certainly can make this a, a holy time, and I, uh, you know, this pandemic isn't happening by accident. Uh, God has something in mind. He's permitted this to happen. Uh, and I think uh, it's uh, uh, my thought anyway is he's given us this time uh, where we uh, are confined to our homes uh, to really pray and, and to go deep into our heart and ask ourselves, what is our relationship with Jesus Christ? Uh, and to really pray about that and uh, think about that. And one of the things, you know, I mentioned that we're doing in so many dioceses are doing the same thing, uh, is to the bishop celebrating these holy liturgies. Now, it's not the same uh, watching it on uh, your computer. Uh, it's not the same as being there. But uh, still, it's a sacred event. And uh, to give, uh, you know, our, our families uh, that, that time where we can spend with the liturgy, um, maybe explaining it a little bit more than what we've done in the past to our, to our children or praying about it more than we've done in the past. Uh, sometimes people don't, you know, they, they didn't have, uh, because they were working, they didn't have time to go to Holy Thursday or Good Friday. And Easter goes real fast, so maybe they hadn't given it the attention that they should have. Um, but now, you know, we have these days where we've got the time. And to uh, view those liturgies, pray with those liturgies, and download the prayers, uh, all of that is available to us. Uh, so I think really use this time to get closer to our Lord. God is permitting this for a reason, and, I, and my thought is that that's the reason, to really go deeper with our Lord. Bishop, one of the, you know, um, for those of us that are clergy, you know, priests that really get into the liturgy, you know, of all of Lent and all of Holy Week more than, you know, the average person, because that's what we do. You know, I've given some thought to the idea. It's like, you know, Easter Monday is like my favorite day of the year. And I love, you know, when we just get going on the Easter season. But 
I think, you know, from my perspective, I've given some thought to this. It's going to seem like Lent still. You know, I mean, liturgically, it's Easter, but because this COVID thing's going on and there's so much fear and the social distancing, it seems like I'm, I'm going to come upon Easter Monday and it's going to still feel very Lent-like. What are your thoughts on that? Right. Uh, I think that's normal. Uh, it's, uh, that's, you know, the situation that we're in. And uh, it is a strange, difficult, uh, uncertain, fearful time. And, uh, you know, I've, uh, I get uh, a lot of emails. I read a lot of things. Um, the, U, the United States Conference to Catholic Bishops sends out things. The Minnesota Catholic Conference thing, sends out things. And everybody, you know, doctors, lawyers, everybody has is speculating. Nobody really knows. And uh, so we just kind of do the best we can with the knowledge that we have now, knowing that God uh, will see us through. You know, we follow Jesus, and Jesus is leading. And um, just follow him uh, day by day, really minute by minute. And he always takes care of us. You know, Jesus, I pray Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, you know, uh, help us in this time and help our diocese, help our people. Uh, and they always do, you know. We can't see them, but uh, they're there, and they're guiding us, they're leading us. So it's not going to be the same. It can't be the same. It shouldn't be the same. Um, things are going to be different when we come out of this. So uh, I just keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, and, and he'll see us through. You you said it really well, Excellency, when you, and that insight's really important because as we get through Easter Sunday and start to celebrate the beautiful Easter season, uh, it can be really tempting to just um, say, stay stuck in, in the way we've been thinking and the way we have been living in Lent and uh, to really be able to open ourselves up to the celebration of Easter. Um, I want to zero in for a second, Excellency, on Good Friday in particular. I know that when I was uh, working with youth, um, that day, more than any other day of the year, it seemed like, was more at odds in the way that people typically uh, lived that day in school and in work and in life, more at odds uh, than any other day with the way that God is calling us to live or calling us to set that day apart. I know God has really profound, specific grace that he wants to give us all, this triduum, and especially on Good Friday. Do you have any maybe uh, practical or spiritual recommendations for people to be able to open ourselves up to make this Good Friday a day set apart from all the other days? Well, I I think we can identify uh, with Good Friday, especially this year, uh, because of what we're going through. Uh, Our Lord you know, entered into our our history, entered into um, our all of our the, the workings of our lives by becoming one of us. Uh, in order to to lift that up to the Father and to heal and to bring reconciliation, and He did that through the cross. And so, Good Friday, you know, we're we're kind of going you know through that uh, that cross uh, with what we talked about before the uncertainty and, and the fear, you know, our Lord was, you know, prayed to his Father, if this cup can pass from me. And uh, we pray really the same prayer. Uh, we're praying for the end of the pandemic and uh, so that um, we don't have to drink this bitter cup. Uh, but again, our Lord knew what was coming. He knew the resurrection was 
uh, on its way, and uh, uh, some of the prayers say uh, that we've been praying this week, uh, he was able to uh, undergo what he did because he knew that his father would uh, would be with him and that would, that he would be raised from the dead. So uh, I think it's a it's a day of identification with Jesus, union with Jesus, uh, but knowing that the resurrection is coming. Uh, so uh, that gives us the strength and the grace to be able to go through Good Friday. Uh, and this year, uh, Archbishop Gomez, who's the president of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, is asking all of us to pray the litany of the Sacred Heart of Jesus together. Uh, and um, all one has to do is go on the USCCB website and find out the time uh, that Archbishop is going to be praying and to uh, adjust that for your own time zone uh, and pray that litany. And the litany is also given uh, too, in case people don't have it, you can print it out. So I would encourage people to do that, to implore the Sacred Heart of Jesus for His uh, His mercy, His blessing upon us. Well, we thank you so much for being here. It's such great information. What message would you uh, leave us this morning, then? Uh, I would leave the message of hope. Uh, Pope Francis is, is great at pointing out uh, that we should be people of hope. So uh, I would encourage people, despite the uh, the down uh, side of what we're going through, uh, that there's always hope, and that hope comes in the resurrection of Jesus. Where there's death, there's also resurrection. So look to Jesus, have him guide us through this time, uh, and there'll be better times to come. And we are, you know, if you watch the news, Bishop, we see little slivers of hope coming a little bit more and more as we enter into this Holy Week. And so that's certainly an important thing to leave us with, with hope. So thank you very much, Bishop, for, uh, for joining us this morning. You're sure welcome. Thank you. All right. God bless. Happy Easter. God bless you. Thank you. Well, you know, um, one of the things, everything is closed because of, or almost everything is stopped. All the programs have stopped because of what's going on in the world. And so one of the programs that have stopped in the church, it's a very important program, is RCIA. We've had all these people all throughout the world preparing to enter into the church. And after the break, we're going to be talking to somebody who has actually gone through the RCIA process up until the COVID-19 uh, quarantine and social distancing. So we're going to be talking to... Uh, one of those people that have gone through the class, RCA, and what's it like for him uh, now with this uh, pause? That'll be after the break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio Network.